Welcome to another episode of Arizona Real Estate Showcase. I'm your host, Jason Grandin. Hope you guys are doing fantastic. Second podcast of the brand new year, which hopefully is going to be just a fantastic year because it's already starting to look like that. So, Arizona's number one, Arizona's uh, number one brother and sister real estate team, the Grandin Group, is proud to bring you this episode of the Arizona Real Estate Showcase. So, as you know, same rules. We don't talk about politics. We don't get into that. Uh, we just kind of let you know the lifestyle that is going on here in Arizona and different things that are happening to keep you informed before you decide to buy or sell a house. So, we've got a few things to cover today. Actually, today might be a little longer episode because I got to tell you, I'm a little hot under the collar about a few things going on out here. Uh, so, first of all, we just had snow. Yes, for those of you moving from the Midwest and New York and back east and up north, we had snow. You can go on my Facebook page, The Grandin Group, and you can see the snow falling. Now, it wasn't hail. It was snow. Mountains are covered. It was absolutely awesome. So for us Arizonans, when it gets below like 60, we're freezing to death anyhow. But um, it was, it's amazing. Even today, today's a beautiful sunny day. But uh, you, you can see the snow on the mountains. And um, yesterday, it was just, it was just absolutely amazing. I don't even know how to describe it, but it was certainly a picture from God. It was a gift, and it was, it, we're enjoying it, and I think we're getting some more tomorrow. But today, it's super sunny, not a cloud in the sky, absolutely beautiful outside. So, welcome to Arizona, one of the hottest spots in the country, right here in uh, Scottsdale, Cave Creek, Perry's Valley, Gilbert Chandler, Peoria, Glendale, wherever you may be. It is a hot, hot area. So before we get into, well, actually, you know what? We're going to go into the, uh, some issues that I've been having here with the, uh, the real estate in the market. So we know this is a hot market. It's really very hard to purchase a house right now. You're competing against other people. So there's really not a lot of negotiation going on unless it's on the upswing, meaning that if you see a house for $350, you are probably going to end up paying closer to 4 for it, <clears throat> waiving the appraisal just so we, you can get it. So that's kind of the market we're in right now. Do not see it changing too much. We do see it kind of leveling off a little bit to where things are a little more realistic. But with that said, it's still a seller's market. And for those of you thinking about selling a house, uh, people are buying. But you know, don't think that you're going to be able to have a house that needs to be all fixed up and get top dollar for it because you know people still want to get what they feel is a good deal. So here's a couple of the issues I've been having this week. So my sister and I have been taking people out and looking at homes, and it is. It's, it's a crazy market out there, and they have this new deal called uh, Coming Soon. And Coming Soon, basically, the rule out here is you cannot market a property unless it's coming soon, and you can put it on the MLS for a maximum of 30 days. So basically, list your house, you put it on there as a Coming Soon, and people can see that it's coming. Now, the issue I have with this is that I have a client that wants to see this coming soon. Many, or I should say some, not all, because some of them are pretty cool about it. But there's a few realtors out here that I feel are doing a disservice to their client. They put the house on coming soon. I call on them. I'm like, hey, we want to get in there to see your house before it hits the market, and we'll get you a full price offer. And they're like, no, we're going to wait until you know, February 5th before it hits the market and you can have a fair shake at it with everybody else. I personally do not see how this is benefiting your client. So you put it up coming soon, you're advertising it, 
And I feel other realtors and your clients should feel probably the same way that if you get somebody that wants to see it and is willing to make a full price offer, get them in. The other thing that really chaps my hind is these agents that they put a house on the market and um, they're like, well, you can submit an offer, but we're going to wait 48 hours to present it or this or that. First of all, the rule is if you get an offer, you bring it to your client right away. So, Mr. Seller, if you're selling a house and we get an offer on it, unless we're instructed in writing from you to do otherwise, we present that offer. I don't care if it's been on the market two minutes. Bring that offer, present it, and you can make your decision. Uh, these realtors are starting to get a little bit out of hand here where they're dictating how they're going to do stuff. I'm not going to present the offer until Monday uh, of next week, and we're going to see how many offers we get. That is a total 100% disservice to your client regardless. There is no arguing on it. You get an offer, you present it, period. And so many people these days are sitting here thinking that's what their client wants. So I'm telling you uh, as a seller and as a buyer, if you make an offer, insist that offer is presented right away. Do not give 24-hour notice. And if the other agents sit there and say, well, we're not presenting offers till next Monday at 7 o'clock, ask for it in writing. It's a clear violation of rules, and um, it, it's, it's a headache to have to sit there and compete with 50 million other people when these uh, agents put the stuff on as a coming soon. The other thing is, is if somebody wants to see your house, show the house. That's the job. Um there are tons of great agents out here in Arizona, really a ton of great agents. But there's also a bunch that are absolutely horrible where they kind of feel like you, Mr. Buyer and Seller, are working for them, which is not the case. If your agent, if our team, the Granin Group, my sister Stacy and I, if we're not working for you and looking out for your best interest, it is time to take your right foot, put it in the back end, and kick them right off the curb. This is a major life decision that you guys are making, buying and selling a home. And, I, and it doesn't matter if you've sold a million homes. It's still a huge part of your life, and it's got to be taken – that's got to be considered. Um, these agents that think that they're going to dictate how stuff's done, totally wrong. You have to insist that offers are presented to you as they come in, and you have to insist that if you're doing a coming soon, you want to get rid of the home, obviously. Let people get in there and make an offer. Now, I will uh, give you one little thing with the coming soon. Many people don't want a ton of people through their home, so you kind of want to vet your clients. One of the things that I've noticed lately, and, and we personally do it, is before you look at a home, whether it's a trailer, a piece of land, or a $20 million house, you have to be pre-qualified. We're not going to waste our time or our client's time showing you a house if you're not qualified. Being qualified and going through that whole process kind of gives you the input that, hey, you know what? They're serious. They're really ready to buy. Also, I don't want to show you a house for a half million dollars when you're only qualified for 200000 and so forth. The same as showing, you know, I like to go through the big $10 million homes just as much as anybody. But with that said, those people don't necessarily want us through there unless we have a pre-qualified buyer. Okay, so those are some of the buying issues that need to be discussed before you buy or sell. Um, here's another thing that's been getting me, and, and this, this kind of goes to both the buyers and sellers as well. The market's crazy. We know this. So the um, one thing that people tend to do, they'll put an offer on your house, okay? So they'll get six, seven, eight, sometimes 10, 15 offers on a house. 
the agents put this deal called an escalation clause in your contract. So your house is for sale for $300,000. We come in and we're like, we're going to give you a full price offer and we will beat the highest contract by $500. So now you're looking at this and you're like, oh, okay, I got 10 offers at $300,000, $350,000, So these people are willing to pay $500 above and beyond our highest and best. And some, some of the agents don't put a cap, which is wrong. Second, the, some, offer, some agents do put an offer in and put a cap on it. So they'll say, we'll pay you $500 above and beyond $350. So there are pros and cons to this. Yes, it keeps you in the game. But quite honestly, uh, many people aren't qualified to go up a little higher. Second of all, this is one of those situations that, yes, realtors get to act like we, we're like attorneys, basically. We get to have the contracts. We get to work on that kind of stuff. This is one of these situations where you should consult an attorney. So here is a situation that came up recently. And it doesn't work. And the other agent didn't know how to answer it. And the other agent actually, the owners pulled the house off the market from that agent and gave it to um, us, I should say. So they get an escalation clause. House is 450. They get 16 offers. And uh, you know, I think the highest offer on it was 485. So somebody pay, was willing to pay 485. There was another offer that said we'll pay the 450 or $1,000 above the highest and best asking price. Okay, now here's where it, here's where it runs a little tricky. So we have a 485 offer, and we're like, oh, well, these people will pay 486. So we call the agent and so forth. And first of all, they're not qualified for that. But here's the other thing that we run into, and this is not on this deal, so I, I digress a little bit, and I'm all over the board a little bit. But many people, if you're buying a house, if you're like, Jason, I want to buy a house, and I'm willing to pay $1,000 above and beyond the highest and best offer up to, let's say, $500,000. Okay? So the other agent has to show me the contract that they had an offer of $499 before they take your that. Now, as a buyer, there should be some level of confidentiality in this. Correct? And I'm asking you. Some people don't care, but you do. So you're buying a house. The last thing you want is your information out there. So you bid $499 on a house. They have an escalation clause with another client up to $1,000 above and beyond. But in order for them to use that escalation clause, they have to take the contract of the offer you submitted and give it to the other agent and, and then show it to the buyer. There is zero confidentiality. Now they people can say, hey, I'm, uh, you know, buying this house and you have my information and all that stuff. 100% wrong. This is exactly, in this situation, you would need to consult an attorney. Because honestly, I'm not willing to give up anybody, whether they tell me or not, any sort of information about if, uh, another buyer. So that's where you run into these escalation clauses. So as a seller, this is something that you want to discuss. And as a buyer... This is something you want to discuss because you don't want your personal information. As a realtor, you know what? We just tell everybody, come in with your highest and best offer and let's get it presented. If somebody comes in and says, hey, I'm going to give you half a million for the house. I'm going to waive the appraisal after the inspection period or whatever the case is, that's a good offer. 
If somebody comes in with a $490,000 cash offer close in five days, sometimes it might be worth eating the 10 grand to get that cash offer and get it done. So this is where the realtors come in and these are the things that need to be discussed. So just to sum up the realtors out here, which is something you guys just have to kind of keep in mind when you're buying or selling. Again, the Grandin Group, powered by Corcoran Platinum Living, Arizona's number one brother, and sister real estate team, that's be me and my sister Stacy, will walk you through this. But if you're not using us, please have this discussion with your agents. No escalation clauses, or if you do an escalation clause, how are they going to get around the confidentiality of the buyer for the lower contract? Consult an attorney. Second of all, if you're in Arizona, and I don't know about the other states, but if you have this ridiculous coming soon, Tell your agent that you want to sell the house. So if somebody is definitely serious on the house, have the agent let, let – actually, you know what? Bottom line, just let the agent know they're working for you, period. If they get a ridiculous offer that's $400,000 less than you're asking, so what? Present the offer, get it submitted, and you know what? Nine out of ten times, you're going to get that price right back up to where you were. And that is – something that everyone needs to know. But, you know, honestly, to keep you out of these attorneys and stuff, get rid of those escalation clauses. Just look for clean deals. I mean, you know, real estate's complicated enough. Everybody's so happy. Just get, uh, you know, those out of the way and make sure your agent knows that they work for you. The other thing is, I get a lot of slack when I mention this, part-time agents, okay? First of all, there's no such thing as a part-time agent. Second of all, this is a business real estate, where we are supposed to be helping buyers and sellers. Why would anyone even consider using somebody that's their sister's, brother's, best friend's, cousin, or whatever the case is, to purchase a house after they get off their job at, you know, wherever it is, Walmart, Taco Bell, uh, maybe even an executive job. It's just beyond me why somebody would use a part-time agent. There's a lot of things that go on here. I got to tell you, there are so many ridiculous deadlines that have to be met in a contract that if you're working another job, it's really not fair to you, the buyer or the seller, to be using that. So you know what? It's, it's a way around it. And I do get calls on this from sometimes buyers and sellers asking, well, hey, my sister's a realtor, but you know she's got a daytime job and kids. And I don't want to piss her off. How do I get around you know, not using her. Hey, you know, this is a discussion you just need to have with them and just say, listen, I need a full-time agent. The other thing too, and this is classic. So I met with this lady, um, uh, it's been probably five, six years ago. She had a house on Camelback Mountain. House is going to be in the upwards of three and a half million dollars. So I was one of the agents interviewing with her and um, it, it was, this was just great. So we get down to it, and we're talking about the house. I tell her what I think it's worth, um, this and that. And she's like, well, the agent that was here before you said, I need to paint. I need to change carpet. I should have this part of the house remodeled. And um, I'm like, okay. And so we, we get into that, and I, I told her why I don't think she should do that, which I was correct, because we still got the $3.5 million. And um, so she didn't do any of that stuff. But here, here's what the kicker. This was funny. So she, I asked her, I said, well, let me ask you, what did the other agents say they were going to do for marketing? She goes, what do you mean? I said, well, how is she going to promote your house? And she said she's going to put it on the MLS, and she's going to uh, have flyers made 
for out front. I said, okay, what kind of flyers? And she showed me a, a copy of the kind of flyer. And it was just a little paper stock, you know, copy paper flyer that she would use and so forth. So as it turns out, this other agent had just been through a bankruptcy, which, you know, hey, everyone has their issues. So not, I'm not discounting her for that. But what I am discounting her for is she did not have any money to market the house. And she made this clear to the lady that it was actually, she didn't make it clear to the lady, but it was insinuated. She just didn't have the money to market it. Anything she was doing, she was getting free from the title companies and stuff like that. So you need to check when you list your house if your agent has enough money to do a marketing plan. I can tell you that we're generally anywhere from uh, $800 to $2,000 into a house before it even hits the market. Again, this, this and this, sometimes this falls on full-time agents as well, but they've got to have enough money to get out there and market your house. They've got to be able to buy social media. They've got to be able to do full-color, thick flyers, single, single property websites, signs, videos, professional pictures, uh, and there's just a number of other things that we do. So you've got to make sure, you know, as it, awkward as it might be, but you got to make sure your agent has enough money to do it. And that should be a question that comes up in the interview process. Okay, I'm looking to sell my house. Mr. Agent, uh, what are you going to do for marketing? And they'll list off what they're going to do. Um, is this stuff done before it hits the market? Yes, it should be. But sometimes they say no. And then you basically just figure out the best way to ask them if they have enough money to do this. Do you have enough money to do professional video tours? Uh, to do social media? Are you going to buy social ads and this and that? And you kind of want to judge like that. In this market, it's a little bit of a mute point because if your house is priced even remotely close, it's going to sell. Okay, so let's move on to some fun stuff for Arizona because I know there's a lot of you that are listening. And uh, hey, by the way, I cannot begin to tell you how much I appreciate the fact that we have this many listeners. You guys are fantastic. Season three of this show, we've got uh, thousands. I mean, we are above the thousands mark on listeners, which I just think is absolutely amazing. And it's funny, sitting behind the mic, you sit here and wonder, you're like, God, I'm just kind of talking to myself. But it's great that um, we have the listeners. I love the input I get from you guys. I love the buyers we've been getting from you. And uh, again, Arizona is the best place to live. My sister and I are both natives, so we can tell you all about it. And, um, you know, we handle everything from Maricopa County all the way up to Flagstaff. So we can handle the entire state for you. Plus, being part of Corcoran Platinum Living, we do have a worldwide reach. So if you're in another state and, um, you know, you're like, God, I really wish the Grandin Group was here, but um, I need to buy a house, call us up. I'll introduce you to some of the teams that we work with Corcoran Platinum Living. We have like something, several thousand agents worldwide, anywhere from the Bahamas New York, California, you name it, we have it. Okay, so we are January 27th. We are at the end of January, and in Scottsdale, Phoenix, all over Maricopa County, spring training. Now, I am not a huge baseball fan, but I am very fortunate because I handle many of the baseball players that come in, and we get them homes. So spring training is a great time of year. It's an absolute blast. There's thousands and thousands of people. Normally, hotels are just booked full and people are out of the stands. So yesterday, um, some of our local leaders who need to go, 
And again, we don't talk politics, but you need to be involved in this local politics if you get here, uh, or and even the state politics. So they sent a letter out to the Major League Baseball teams asking them to postpone spring training. Horrible idea. We are past this whole mass garbage, and we are ready just for a new life. So I, I wrote a letter to the Major League Baseball commissioner and said, I do not feel that we should postpone it. People are responsible. If they want to stay home, they can stay home. But I feel like the stadium should open. Baseball should get back to normal and get people out here. So spring training is one of the best times of the year. It's absolutely a blast out here. The weather is perfect. Restaurants are full. People, things are just happening. And this is what makes Arizona. So if any of you um, are considering moving to Arizona or you have time to write a letter, I'll post it at the bottom of the page here. Please uh, consider writing a letter stating that you do not want Major League Baseball spring training postponed. So uh, we are in the middle of event season. And, um, you know, the, uh, we got Barrett-Jackson, which has been postponed. We've got the Arabian Horse Show which the horse shows at Westworld. Westworld is a facility out here that hosts Barrett-Jackson, several horse shows, and uh, we have a new mayor in Scottsdale, and it's just, it's it's ridiculous to go there now. They are so outside. I mean, you got hundreds of acres, it's outside, and you got security driving around telling you to put on a mask, which half the masks don't work because somebody made it at home, so it's not even a real mask. Anyways, we need to get back to normal. It's event season. Arizona is one of the best places in the world to come out for events. and um, But right now we're working on this baseball. So if you do have a chance to put a letter in, I'll put the information below. Send them a letter. Just say, hey, we don't feel you should postpone it. Get spring training started. Get those stadiums open. Get that hot dog man back out in the park, and let's get this thing rocking and rolling. Uh, finally, the um, for those of you that are thinking about investing in Airbnb, listen, we want to sell you the home. But uh, there are so many new things coming up if you're thinking about buying an Airbnb place. So uh, hotels are suing the states to stop it. HOAs are putting you know, six-month limits on rentals and stuff like that. So you almost need a place that's non-HOA. And there's still rules that are coming up. Next episode, we're going to talk more about it. But listen, if you're considering investing in Airbnb, call my sister or myself. Let us kind of walk you through it. Um, yes, it's still a good investment, but for how much longer, I just don't know. Anyways, uh, oh, next episode too, we're going to talk about protection. So, um, with everything going on and stuff, we're going to get into like, uh, guns, tasers, and Kav Maga, which we had a great interview with East Valley, and, um, it's going to be a good time. Okay, listen, thank you for listening to Arizona Real Estate Showcase. I know I dragged on a little bit. But we just want you guys to be informed. It's important. We love this state. And uh, first and foremost, when you move to Arizona, it's about the state. That's what we're here to promote. I'm not interested in promoting the Grand and Group, Arizona's number one brother and sister team, powered by Platinum Living, Corcoran Platinum Living, that is. Yes, we want to promote ourselves. But ultimately, when, you buy in or when you're buying and selling, it is about the state. It's about the lifestyle. It is about the community that you're going to make when you move to Arizona. So give us a call. We're available all the time. Thanks again for making this a number one show. I cannot begin to tell you how happy that makes me. You guys have any questions, information's below. Please send a letter into the uh, Major League Baseball, and um, we will be talking to you soon. I'm Jason Grandin with Arizona Real Estate Showcase, Corcoran Platinum Living, the Grandin Group. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, MeWe,
um, and some of these other sites. Who knows? There's so many social media sites, it's ridiculous. Anyways, thank you, thanks again to everybody. You guys have a great week. We will be back, actually. We'll have another episode probably this week, early next week, uh, talking about those other issues. I'm Jason Grandin, Grandin Group. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good one.